You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this, one of the all-time favorite shows. the last few couple years man it's a alternate reality mm-hmm. you know we're in the we're, what is it? we're in the we're in the bizarre world i feel like uh i feel like we're living through history in the worst way possible yeah like we're living through a historical time in the worst fucking way possible well and, and that's so true because like i look at things that that happen you know especially in the last four years where it's like people are gonna write about this yeah. like this is gonna be and there's moments where i watch tv and there's like a i'm like i turn on my dog Pay attention. You're going to learn about this in history class. Your kids are going to learn about this moment yeah. <laughs> in history. And But the thing is that, that as of recent, that kind of thing is so common now. Yeah. Which is, it kind of leads you to believe like, is it on purpose? Like what is happening where it's like continuously historical events just keep boom, 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 boom in the last like five, six years. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. It's a lot to deal with. Sure. I think it's just people got short attentions, man. Hmm. Mm. Well, it's true, man. Go ahead and um, grab the mic. Just move it closer. Check, check, check. Yeah, there you go. Check one, two. There one, it is. Two. It's good to see you, though. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely. It's Absolutely. been a it's been a couple of years since I seen you. I think. Um, right. Actually, physically in person, I'm trying to think. The last time I would have saw you, probably would have been at a show somewhere. I think you came to the radio show. Was that the last time I saw you, bro? Remember when you came down to the well, yeah, with the Fox the, Fox Sports Studios? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, in Sherman Oaks. In Sherman Oaks. Yeah. I remember that. It's funny because I was I was just talking about that because yeah. we were sliding up to Vegas right after that. What was the last time I saw? No, I think I seen you at a show at the mm. airliner after that. Possibly that's Bob, man. I think I seen you at a, yeah. I think I seen you at the airliner. And it's really that. no more, huh? Yeah, I guess not. It's yeah, crazy, I guess dude. Not. Yeah, so many things not. came out of that place, bro, in LA. Yeah. And yeah. It, you know, not just do that, but just also like also uh, what is the other show they had there? That that abstract rude uh, hosted all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, um um I, uh, yeah um hold on. <laughs> oh man, I sound terrible now. Yeah, you do the SBRCs there. <laughs> yes. The 16 bar rap competition all that stuff. there. But it was it was um oh, man, this is horrible. Urban Underground? Mm-hmm. Urban Underground, mm-hmm. right? That's what mm-hmm. you called it. The whole banner was Urban Underground. Yep, yep. Right? Yeah. Urban Underground, yep. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of that. I think it was a lot of, uh, you know, it, there, a lot of jokes got made about like, oh, you, you still doing shows at the airliner. But but it was like, at the same time, it was kind of iconic in, in the way of like, every city, like every major city in hip hop, they have 
those places mm-hmm. like you got in new york you got sobs you know what I'm saying? Oh, is that the like, damn, you're going to rock there again, bro? No, it's not even that. Like, they they got big names there. Oh, okay. But it's just kind of iconic. So I felt like in LA, you have like, well, you had um, the House of Blues on Sunset. That's mm. no more, right? You had the Roxy. I think but that's still around, right? And so the Whiskey, right? Yeah. That's still there? I think so. And then you got the Viper Room. Mm. I rocked the Viper Room once. The Viper Room is a pretty dope spot. I rocked, I rocked the Viper It's tiny. I like yeah. that. I, yeah. rock, I rocked the Viper Room. Like, places like that are important. I've seen a couple dope shows at the Viper You know what I'm saying? Room, I, yeah. Places like that are important. But, like, I guess out here, the iconic one would have been the House of Blue. Okay, but think about the, a place like the Airliner. Um, it got so much, yeah, to the rappers. Like, oh, you're going to rock that spot again. But that's now gone. So, like, if you got to rock at the Airliner... You can now say that you are of that era where you attended shows at the airliner because no one else going to ever be able to say that in hip hop again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I mean, and we got to we got to take that, t- that kind of stuff into consideration when you're calling it like a culture or a, or a movement. It's true. Like these, those places need to be written down. It, was, it needs to be documented because no longer hip hop will come out of this place. Right. It you was know what I'm saying? the first first <laughs> time I ever had my name in lights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It said like hazard on a marquee. And I just, Young Baca wouldn't be Young Baca if, if it wasn't for the airline. I think that's where he started, right? And is that it, where he started the show? And that was it. And that, yeah. and because of Baca, it was able to stay longer than it should have. I don't know if you knew this. The airline was on a bar rescue. Did you know that? No, I've never seen that episode. You you know who Bar Rescue, right? Yeah, Where they go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. John Taffer. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That motherfucker is mean, bro. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> I like him because he's like a big white guy and just goes to yells at other white people. Like, mm-hmm. just fucking yells in their face. <laughs> Fuck you. And, you know, he's like 6'3", so you're not going to like, you know, yeah. motherfucker's big. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, they were on, uh, the airliner was on... Uh, Bar Rescue And then it's still closed You know what I'm saying Like it, A lot, of, a lot and, of them and it's do. still closed yeah. A lot of them do Because I mean He can he can come in You can put lipstick on a pig Or band-aid on a bullet wound Yeah You know you're still gonna I mean, Ultimately it's always the owners Right It's however what's happening They can't get out of their own way But all I'm saying is Baca is now able to kind of run his He runs his entire uh, organization Dude he's taking people to New York He's like he has He has movement sure, And all because of the airliner Yeah I mean yeah It's where yeah those are, those are the first shows that he threw it makes sense, actually. You know? Yeah. So, uh, those kind of places we got to kind of pay a tribute to. You know? I agree with that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, but you're you're a cat that's been around for a minute, and you've been putting a lot of stuff together, and that's why I wanted to have you in. I haven't seen you in a bit, and I wanted to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I, I am definitely glad to be here. Uh, I haven't done one of these in a while, mm. um, and I've been meaning to more. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done... Well, I did like I did Rodium Radio with Tony A, and then I had done a um, Boom Bat Meets the G shit. Uh, um, uh, those fellas were the ones that actually threw my name in for for Rodium Radio. Mm. Um, those were cool, but I, I told myself like I want to do more of these because uh, I think I I think I got a little bit to say, mm. you know, about a few things, mm. you know. So yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. And I'll see so you. like, let's say Hazard is at home. Yeah. And you're flipping through the TV, and then the news comes on. What is drawing your attention? Like, what what do you think of? What do you concentrate on? What do you focus on? How quick I can change the fucking channel, man. Like, look, <laughs> I, I try to... Look, it's, I think Denzel had a really cool interview one time on the red carpet. He said, uh, if, 
you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. If you watch it, you're misinformed. So what do you do? You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? Yeah. And he said, you, you pay attention to the wrong stuff, and who's to say it's wrong, right? Um, how do you know that what's being said is actually right? Because they said it's right, right? That was the general, the general gist of it. But I'll never forget that. You don't listen, you're uninformed. You do listen, you're misinformed. And so I try to stay up on certain things. Um, I'll, I'll literally try to read the Associated Press on my iPhone. Because mm. um, they don't care about ratings. Um, they're not in it to make money. It's, it's literally the Associated Press. And then everybody pulls from the AP mm. and they'll twist it. You know what I mean? They'll, mm -hmm. they'll twist whatever headline yeah. and it'll, it'll lean left or lean right. But it's gotten so disgusting. Like, my thing is, how is there a 24-hour news channel? I don't care what your affiliation is or how you kind of think about it. You got shit to talk about 24 hours of the day. You know what I mean? And I, I remember where it caught me was um, when I was little, I felt like... Uh, you would see breaking news mm -hmm. and it would like interrupt the program or whatever and it meant something like something had happened mm -hmm. somebody had, had, had Kennedy had got shot somebody got shot like that's the only you reason like breaking news fucking was, yeah, I Love Lucy was breaking news is a, is a thing <laughs> yeah. now it's like every time I turn on like for instance CNN every time yeah. I turn it's just breaking news and I'm like what happened and I had to like I had to train myself like oh that's just their way of getting you you know what I'm saying yeah and coming up next breaking news and I'm like what the hell happened yeah. so I would wait through the commercial yeah yeah you know what I mean like like a jackass and I would listen to like you're like getting your kids ready I'm you're like hey yeah. get the car going I'm, li right. I'm listening for ads, to ads like for Prevacid and whatever the hell and I'm just sitting there watching you know what I mean getting your luggage yeah okay get the dog get and, the dog man and all of a sudden and all of a sudden it comes back and they're like. We may have uh, sources that may have documents that may implicate President Trump. And I'm just like, yo, really? <laughs> Word? You may have heard something that somebody might have yeah. something that might be bad for the guy you don't like. And that's like, that's my thing. I'm, like me personally, like cars on the table, wasn't a fan of Trump. Uh, not a fan of the guy. Um, but I do think that people spent way too much time trying to... Um, trying to rain on his parade as opposed to actually like trying to help the country uh, I know that like I was a big fan of Bernie and when Bernie um, when the 2016 election cycle happened they were asking Bernie Sanders um, well they were asking like a couple of Democrats what do you guys think about what what could be done to, to, to maybe sway things in 2020 and, and, and Bernie like everybody kind of gives him the oh he's the crazy old dude from Vermont he's a socialist get blah 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 he says something really wise Bernie says something to the effect of you guys are talking about an election that's four years away we just had one and we have to deal with the consequences of this for the next four years how about we start talking about how to help our mm. constituents the American people for mm. the next four years and when he said that I was like Yo, that sucks that he's like one of three people that feels that way that has any kind of power. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is where I personally, like when he said that, that's how I felt. Because mm -hmm. they were already talking about 2020 and whether Hillary would run again. And I was like, oh, we're screwed. Mm -hmm. it, has, it had nothing to do with Trump being in office. I was like, at this point, it's just like gamesmanship. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you know, the Democrats hold the ball for eight years now, okay four years and, and here's the republicans got okay no now everything that they do is bad while they're in office mm. and it's evil but if our guy does the same thing we'll figure out how to twist it so for me like i just feel like it's um uh they say you know left wing right wing right and it's the same bird that shits on us all you know what i'm saying like that's really how i feel at this point 
Uh, my thing when it comes to politics is like organize at the community level. You know, go meet your local representatives, see what they're about, see if they're doing anything for you. You know what I mean? A lot of local votes. Bro, I'm from the Inland Empire originally, and uh, out in like San Bernardino, they got a horrible like economic situation out there. Mm. And you know, I know my boy. Um, shout out to my boy, Tangent Wiggy, um, uh, Tristan. This dude, like, you know, talks about in the community, like, there are local uh, 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 city council members that win elections by, like, five votes. Mm -hmm. Like, five five votes. Not 500, you know what I'm saying? Not 55. So, like, that's where your vote matters. You know what I'm saying? You guys are over here fighting over a pissing contest between two big... Look, when Trump was in office, were there some bad things? I I would say so. I think that they politicized the Supreme Court. I think that he got a couple justices through that he shouldn't have. I think they really screwed Obama. Obama had a quality justice that was up for the Supreme Court for about a year before. You know what I'm saying? Um... And they and you know Mitch McConnell said nothing makes me happy. I, was, I think it was Mitch McConnell. Nothing's gonna make me happier than being able to walk in the, into the Oval Office and tell him, Mr. President, you will not get your uh, 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 nominee confirmed. Yeah, it's just, you know it was very it was disgusting. Yeah. It, it was and it was also like borderline racist, like literally like cars on the table. Like it was like, boy, you gonna <laughs> listen to me? You know what I'm saying? It was like some real racist, like down, like down Southern, you know, old school, 1960s, throw a white hood on, burn a cross in your yard, like racism, right? Mm -hmm. And it was disgusting. And, you know, whereas Trump, it was like, oh, we got to push this dude through. We got to push a dude through who kept calendars of when he drank as an underage teenager. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I didn't I couldn't have raped this woman because I didn't write it on my calendar. Like that was the craziest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. Whether or not he did it, I know whether or not he did it. When he said that, I'm like, you fixed your lips to tell me. That's like me, like, yo dog, I couldn't I couldn't have killed that that gang member over there because I didn't put it in my iPhone notes. Like I keep track of everything in my iPhone, bro. I, I didn't have time to put that in my memos. Clearly I couldn't have killed that dude. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't me, officer. You know what I'm saying? If I told the officer that robbery well, here's wasn't the thing. me, you know Remember, what I'm saying? Remember, it wasn't it wasn't a he wasn't at a court, right? He wasn't like being prosecuted. What was happening, he was at a job interview, basically. Job right? but, but he was under oath while well, he was doing right, it. Right, but what I'm saying is like he wasn't prosecuted. So this like no, 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 So yeah. what I mean, he doesn't need to find a valid defense. He just needs to make it through the interview. And okay, if I told the job you in an interview, if I told you So the this is exactly my point is I'm now Hazard is this. taking a job. Let's say oh, you're you coming for a job and then a chick walks in and starts accusing you of raping her. Yeah. Tw- tw- 10 years ago and you're like I, I don't know who this do you think I'm gonna consider you for this job and no right like this no. this is something that you gotta go deal with and yeah. obviously I wouldn't you know but yeah. you, you, you wouldn't get that job and the motherfucker's no. a Supreme Court justice now exactly that is amazingly the display of white privilege that right. you will ever need I, I completely agree and, and my, my thing was like I didn't like that right <clears throat> but outside of the, and I say outside of outside of what I think he got two justices two justices confirmed um, you know that was huge don't get me wrong and we're seeing it now with the rovers Wade and stuff like that that was huge don't get me wrong but like really outside of that the day to day didn't change like people wanted to point at kids in cages bro they were they, they were there no they okay. were there on and the previous i could have maybe forgiven all you of that bro saying? i could have maybe forgiven all of that and all the scandals and all that shit whatever but the handling of the pandemic it's unforgivable and should be criminal, bro. Because it was, it was, he was literally saying he, it didn't exist because the numbers made him look bad. Yeah. And it, those numbers are human beings that are dying off. 
that he's willing to say, dude, it's not real. It's not happening. It's fake. And he literally said all that shit. Yeah, and I think that I think with and with, that's unforgivable from a right. president. And, and I mean, no, like I said, that I, is literally his job, bro, is to take care of shit. In case shit goes down, you're in charge. Cool. He pretended it wasn't happening. It, it, like I said, not a fan of the guy, but my thing was, as far that's as it. that was concerned, as far as that was concerned, you know, he tried, um, you know, he tried to do that and send that messaging out, but. And it worked in some cases, but the way I look at it is, if you were stupid enough to listen to him, well then, God bless the dead. I mean, I'm not gonna speak bad on him, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you were dumb enough to listen to, that it wasn't it, look at it because there but, people, but he needs to be held accountable for saying. I, it. Listen, there are people, there are people that 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 listen to him, yeah. and if you were dumb enough to listen to the to the, to Cheeto, the president, to the Cheeto, no, to the Cheeto looking dude who has. Like consistently lied to you. Yeah. I, uh, I I got a uh, I got a gentleman that I was sitting there talking to, and he was pissed off because the last year that he filed his taxes, um, his uh, he's a homeowner, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to claim as much of his property taxes as a write off. And he's sitting here trying to, with a straight face, tell me how Biden's ruining our country. And he goes, well, just last year I went to do this, and I, I can't even. I was talking to my tax guy for this year. I'm gonna be able to claim even less of my my property taxes and I looked at him like bro that's that's a Trump tax cut what do you, mm. and he goes what do you mean and I'm like bro Trump uh, uh, when he wrote in the tax cuts what he really did was he pulled a lot of itemized deductions that would typically small business owners middle class even upper middle class people like depended on mm-hmm. fuck them like, let me help my my rich homeboys out. Mm. Anybody who's really wealthy, like wealthy mm-hmm. or 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 rich, you know what I mean? Like pretty, pretty, pretty well off. We're not talking about you got money for a vacation home uh, on Myrtle Beach. I'm talking like your yacht has a yacht. You know what mm. I'm saying? You 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 own buildings on top of high rises, right? Those type of people. That's how he wrote the code for. And and so. It literally, it's, it's, this is a fact, I'm not, there ain't no spin on this. If you're a homeowner, you used to be able to write off, let's say, you know, just, just use a, a round number. Let's say you were able to write off $10,000 in property tax. I mean, it's not going to be that high. Let's say you were able to write off $3,000 in property taxes. You're now able to write off $1,500, whatever the, whatever the number is. But they put a hard cap on it, right? Yeah. And so he literally sat there with a straight face telling me, like, I can't even write off as much as my property taxes no more. I'm like, that's Trump, bro. Mm. And he was like, what? No. And there's a white dude sitting there. I'm like, bro, did Trump not, you know, eliminate the... the, the the tax cut for he goes well he put a cap on it yeah he put a cap on it then he looks at me with a straight face turns around and looks at me and goes see he just put a cap on it and i'm like Mm -hmm. bro you just told me that you're not able to claim it trump did that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but if it's all white it's all right Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so it's like for me yeah bro like i said that to say this there are things like that that you can point to that have had tangible effects right absolutely not a fan of the guy whatever the case is however I genuinely believe that if our representatives spent four years doing what they could for the American people as opposed to we're going to because they, they never had the numbers. They were never going to impeach that man. It wasn't going to pardon me. They impeached him. They were never going to convict that man. Mm-hmm. They were never going to toss him out of office. It wasn't going to happen at first. The first about two and a half years, I was like, oh, he's out of here. He's out of here. And then at a certain point, I had to be like, nah, the math don't even add up. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. They're gonna eventually impeach after the two year the midterm election when we got, when we swung the house 
we had the we had the numbers to impeach him, yeah. bring charges, mm-hmm. but we still didn't have the Senate. Wasn't gonna happen, right? You know what I'm saying? And and like that was the thing for me. I was like, but they have to make the attempt on record. But my, my thing they is, they have this. to go on record as them attempting to do it. My my thing is this, because <clears throat> because uh, that's just smarts, bro. You're not gonna you're not gonna not try. Well, you're not gonna not be recorded down saying when he did this, we tried to do it. Sure, but but they where, knew there wasn't gonna. But happen. where was okay? But where was the help for? I mean, a lot of people. I mean, literally, they. And, it, dude, he kept. Doing impeachable shit. No, he's an idiot. My thing and, is, and that's that needs. He's to, bad as okay. He's he's bad. This is what I try uh, to explain I mean, to people. This is what I try to explain to people. He's bad at politics. He wasn't a politician. He's bad at politics. Okay. He was clumsy with a lot of okay. The stuff that he did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. bad at politics. I completely agree with that. My thing was this. Y'all spent so much time, and by, by, by y'all, I just mean the general Democratic yeah. establishment mm-hmm. spent so much time trying to shit in this dude's Cheerios. No, no, no. I, I, I 100% we, we were the We were the people. But you know what? Obama had it, had it just as bad, if not worse, bro. And With he Obama, still got shit done. Exactly. But here's, and he and still didn't do anything reason, that got him impeached. Here's the reason why. Well, so, well, one, what are we talking about because here? Because he's a classy gentleman. He knew how to play politics. Because he is a politician. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Politician. Yeah. He's a politician. In, in, in a good way he's a politician he knew how to play politics yep. you know what i'm saying yep. and and a person i'm genuinely a fan of really bright guy he was able to maneuver right you know what i'm saying um you know again uh my thing was if you know i, I genuinely believe this genuinely genuinely believe this had the democrats tried to come with some actual uh proposals right um because trump was romantic and he was flipping about a lot of his positions had they tried to come with some actual proposals there was times i think it was the vegas shooting i think i think it was i believe it was a shooting in vegas they were talking about bump stocks that was the big thing where gun control or the bump stocks right and even even trump he's looking at and it was never going to fly with the, with the heavy right wingers any any gun control anything is no to them but trump was like can we get behind banning bump stocks i mean that seems like a pretty reasonable thing and i'm sitting there i'm like Yo, where the hell did this guy come from you know you understand Dude, what there, there was a couple of times where i he said stuff and did things that he's like that i thought okay all right good but then i think his team's like bro you can't do that because it's gonna go against our base blah 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 and and, and that's what and, and for, that sucks dude but and that's and that's the reason that right there <laughs> you know i'll give you another one real i quick. wash my hands like of the whole thing I'll, I'll give you one when they were when they when the the topic came up of um dreamers like they were deciding whether they're gonna pull it or not yeah the first time they asked him and this is on record him he's on tv yeah the first time they asked him like he's like he goes i don't know what's gonna happen but i promise you this we're gonna take care of our dreamers we love our dreamers we're gonna make sure our dreamers are taken care of and we're gonna figure it out like well this kid like i i'm sure as a president he's thinking oh dreamers must be a, a straight shot like this can be it's this could be gold thing. right if yeah. you just allow you know why not yeah this is great for the, uh, the hispanic vote that i'm trying to get this sure. is fantastic but it would be great no his team was like bro but the the super whites don't yeah you know? we ain't rocking with them. and now he came back like fuck like i can't even do that yeah <laughs> you gotta be yeah sure. yeah that's what I'm, so that, look it up i'm telling you it's no, very no, disappointing no, I know exactly to what you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking about okay. and and because i know a couple of people who were who were DACA recipients, and so, um, and they were sitting there talking about it, and I heard one of the homies like Trump played too much. <laughs> That's what Trump plays too much, and he said the same thing. He's like, you know, one day he's hot, one day he's cold, you know. But for me, yeah, bro, my general, my general feeling on it is like, but let, just straight out, 
would you have wanted another four years of Trump? Oh, no, no, no. We need to get him the fuck out of there. I voted. I, I voted. I voted. I voted for Biden. I hate my vote every single day. I voted for Biden. I'll keep it G. I voted for Biden and Kamala. I hate my vote every single day. I felt disgusting doing it. Um, I, I, I dislike Kamala Harris. I think that she's a... a I think that she's but a, but uh, but Trump just couldn't continue being no no I, I, like I said I voted that's just bottom line no I voted no no, no I voted for him you know what I'm saying but and, 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 I my, and I hate my vote every single I'm gonna keep it G bro I hear you I hear you but but, but but this is this is what happened Hazard what happened is um what had to have had happened this yeah. must have happened this time the second time around more, more Republicans seek Republicans secretly voted Democrat. Because they couldn't handle another four years of Trump. That's the only way that the numbers make sense. Is if at some point so a huge amount of Republicans were like, listen, we can't. We yeah. just can't. Well, I know a lot you of You cannot keep having this guy just drag us through the fucking mud. We look like super villains at this level, bro. I, I knew And, I knew and they some look people. not even that dude. They look weak because they all look submissive to one dude. Yeah. He was able to subdue the Republican Party, bro, yeah. in a way that was like humiliating to watch these politicians who got 40, 50 years in that motherfucker. And this dude who's been there for three is straight telling them what to do. Well, he's still doing it. They and he can't, they he can't go right. against them. He they can't. Dude, Ted Cruz was his <laughs> bitch during yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Straight this is what? Yeah. Just straight diss the dude's yeah. home life. And the dude still ended up kissing his ass. Oh, amazing. Right, yeah. that, that that to me was another for, source of saying, you know what? That's another reason Republicans are. It just looked them weak, make them weak as a party. This one dude walked in and owned everything. Yeah. What ha that dude from Kentucky you were talking about? How long he's he, has he been around? But forty years. Forty, fifty years. Yeah. Old school, man. Fucking old school politician, bro. Yeah. Submissive, down. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, well, that's I mean, a weak party, bro. That's a party that had no spine, just gave it up, and and that'll never be forgotten. And that's gonna be obvious all through fucking history, dude. I, They're gonna just notate that down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they took it out, but for me, like I said, bro, ultimately, like, I'm looking at Biden in office. I'm looking at these gas prices. I'm looking at Biden in office. I'm looking at these gas prices, and I'm like, yo, man, yeah, yeah, this, this guy's a fucking joke. And then, and then, I'm from like I said, for me, ultimately, the way I look at it is this. Um, as long as I'm able to, you know, take care of my family and care for home, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? As long as I'm able to make sure that, that my people are straight, as long as I'm able to protect my home, as long as I'm able to protect my family, and, and then and then beyond that, the the my extended family, people that I care for, and, and if I'm able to make an impact in my community, great. I'm I'm happy with that, bro. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that any person in the white house has too uh significant of an impact on that because i am privileged enough to have been born here they ain't taking my citizenship you know what i'm saying i'm born here yeah. so don't fuck you and everything i say no. and everything you're saying do straight out as americans because this is what we're seeing yeah absolutely. And this is the way we're processing yeah, shit and, and the truth is you're right dude i love my country i served you know what i'm saying like yeah, I'm, I'm yeah like yeah, i yeah, love yeah. here i, I know you I'm were talking about you're thinking about going back right dude oh, i mean and i could still do it it's just you gotta get some things right and a lot of stuff is going good right now yeah. so i don't want to lose that momentum sure 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 um but uh that's always a reality sure you know yeah absolutely yeah i, I think, think the last cutoff is 42 okay so okay yeah you're still a young man you know what i'm bro. saying you're still a young man you know what i'm saying bro. no so um no I, I love my country i i um take a lot of pride in it that's why it, it upsets me like when I, I genuinely see like attempts to like just disband like democracy 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like those kind of shit. Like that that takes me aback. Like when I see the Republicans are have introduced all these bills to like, uh, hey, well they gotta make sure that you can't give them waters if they're if they're gonna go vote. No waters. You can't give them waters. You yeah. can't sell them waters. Yeah. So that means you know, that that cut. That kind of shit Where you're suppressing the vote Yeah You're the, fucking with democracy for California For the California primary uh, I voted for Bernie Yeah um, I stood in line for About two and a half hours Okay Two, two and a half, three hours Yeah And we had it good Yeah You understand what I'm saying? Yeah I'm saying some people In some other states Stand six, eight six, hours Six, eight That's what I'm saying Eight and, hours And what does that do to? They're suppressing votes And that right there You're messing with democracy by its core the votes the votes should be sacred bro there should be no regu- it should be how, what do you need to go vote do you need the day off go fucking vote what time do you vote do you need water do you need pizza give some pizzas around cause we need people to come vote it should be sacred and they're fucking like attempting to suppress it that's evil like shit I completely I completely agree with you there and all I see is this one party consistently making these moves to do that the Texas thing uh, the the abortion the regular straight here these are hu- these are Americans these are females these females are Americans mm-hmm. are being denied that specific medical treatment mm-hmm. on a because it's a religious thing or a politi- you know what I'm saying I've always said this that's I've insane said, I've always said I've always said can you give me a reason that's insane give me a reason that that is not religious can you give me a reason not religious uh, to be anti-abortion, and and it's always quiet. Separation of church and state. Period. You, you cannot give me a reason that is not really. Can you give me a reason that is not religious based? That's not religion based. Uh, for for gay marriage to not be a thing. Can you give me a reason? You know what I'm saying? See, a lot of people say, "Oh, you're the bleeding heart liberal." I'm like, "No, I'm really not." Uh, like, leave the government out of things. So you guys say you want small government. Yep. Where it suits you, you exactly. So, so yeah, but that's why. That, but that's why I feel like you know most people are hypocrites. Really, if you, you know. And I'm anti-abortion, and and I I think that that law was like because you're stripping American citizens of yeah. rights. Well, my, my that thing right is, there is the bullshit. My right? thing is you don't like abortions, you yeah. don't have one. Right. So 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 if you're a dude, first of all, you you can't. So right there, we need to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> so if you're a female and you yeah. don't like abortions, don't have one. Mm. Right. And uh, a lot of people have asked, like, I, I've I've gotten this as, like, what if your daughter wanted to have an abortion? Mm-hmm. I'd sit down with her and I'd speak with her. Yeah. Do you understand what you're about to do to your body? Like, never mind, never mind. Uh, this is living. No, no, no. Do you know what you're about to do? Because like abortions, like. A lot of and people also the psychological process right. that she's gonna go Psycholo- through, and then, but then also like abortions are rough on the body, like just from a, a, a physiological. I mean, I would imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's not just like you walk in, they're like bippity boppity boop. You know what I mean? Baby, no more. You know what I'm saying? It's tough, right? So, so I, that's what I would do. That's me personally. And then ultimately, she would have to make her her her, her decision, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the way I look at it is, if you don't like abortions, don't have. Them. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh, the the problem with abortions is like like just like anything else in America, uh, it's not regulated. It's not like managed right. It's just as the last. There's no like set standards. So like, this is my issue with it with the the abortion thing. So like, if if my arm. Is perfectly fine Right It's healthy Like I can't Go to a doctor And be like Hey I want you to Cut my arm off So I mean You can't He can't give me A medical procedure That I don't need Right You can't do that Right So if there's no Biological need For you to have The abortion 
Uh, Hold on. Right. Right. That's a, that's a, I didn't, what I'm saying is you need to, you should be able to check boxes before you hand out abortions. And we don't check any boxes. We're like, hey, who wants one? Who needs one? My- we, well, a second. It, if you're underage, your parents must know that you're having, a, getting a, a, a tattoo done. You, they, they got to sign off on it, if not be present. Mm-hmm. To get an abortion, they don't need that. That's ridiculous. Right. Two, the father doesn't get notice. The father doesn't get to know that his kid is about to be aborted. Right, so three. So, see what I'm saying? If, yeah, yeah, if but, you were but, able to check off these boxes, so, so, I'd be fine with it. So I would rebut that with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, one, um, the let's say a 15 year old girl. My my flip side would be you're gonna force a 15. So a 15 year old can't get a credit card, can't drive, can't get her own apartment, but you're gonna make her carry a baby to term. The father thing, I mean, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. And I'm 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 a father, and my daughter lives with me. Um, and and uh, the with the father thing, uh, a father has zero fiduciary responsibility to a woman from zero to nine months. That he doesn't owe her anything. He doesn't like legally. He owes her nothing. No, but if he gets so, separated, he has to pay eighteen years of child support. I, I understand that. If if the if the if the if so he, he is, is a, so the law does attach the father to the baby at some point legally. At, at birth. Okay, at birth. At birth. But time out. So so for nine months. Yeah. This 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 baby. Any costs incurred. Yeah. There, there's no law that says that the dude has to like the right thing to do would be like okay let me drive you to your appointments. What do you need? You know what I'm saying? Yada yada. In a, in a perfect world. And in a perfect world, they'd actually be together, right? Okay. But there's no, like, literally, like, you can let some, you can shoot the club up, old girl gets pregnant, right? She calls you, I'm pregnant. That's a you problem. Now, when the baby's born, she can ask for a DNA test. If the DNA test is proven to be your blah, 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 okay, you're on the hook for child support because the actual baby is, is crying and walking around. But from zero to nine months, yeah, that man owes her nothing. So what I would say, vice versa, that woman owes that man nothing, uh-huh. straight up. And I really feel that way. And I under, I really, I respect where you're coming from. Don't get me wrong. And like, I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest like fan of abortion. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not. Yeah. Um, that being said, if oh, I, I'm saying is, you it, know what I'm saying? It, it, if it, I don't like them, don't have one. It, and also, if the dudes, if 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 we're gonna take it there, yeah. If we're gonna take it there, then they should be able to do, uh, you know. Uh, and they're able to do them too, like like prenatal. They're they're dangerous, but you can do like a prenatal DNA test. Yeah, dude should be on the hook from, sure. from day one. Sure, you know what I'm saying? All sure. her, all oh, her, oh, all oh, her. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not saying that every case should check off check off every box, but I'm sure. saying that there should be some boxes that need to be examined before you start doing it, just willy nilly. Because yes, bro, and also the statistics are the truth, bro. The, honestly. When I read them and, under, and understood what they meant, I was shocked that it was a pra- that this practice of abortion is so easy going. It's so easily hold on, easily all throughout America, and this is what I mean. So, like uh, the, the the statistics that they've come up with is that less than one percent of abortions, less than one percent of abortions, right? So that means that ninety nine percent of abortions are strictly by like cosmetic choice. They're like. There's no nothing wrong medically with the kid. There was no rape. It was just the choice of the woman. Yeah. That means that 99% of abortion, only less than 1% is a rape, is it incest, is it any of the other cases. 
So that means that 99% of females are just walking up having abortions and people don't have to know. There's no notification. Parents don't need to know. Like, it's just, it, it's a, that's the problem. I think if the regulations were like, hey, well, you need an abortion. Okay, cool. I'm going to apply for an abortion. Okay. Well, you know, like a medical doctor is going to look you over. See how you are healthy. Maybe give you some advice. That kind, just like any other fucking medical procedure ever. Okay. Hey, you know we. Okay. Cool. And then, is it abortion? Is it rape? Like you know, they take notification. They figure out what. That kind of the process. Hey, if you're underage, maybe we should get your parents in here. I know it's a tough decision, but they legally should fucking know that you're having an abortion at 11 or 15 or whatever. I'm sorry. I feel like my, I should know as a kid, as a father that my daughter is going to go get a medical procedure done. My, my, Bottom line. I, I, or is it the dad who did it? Okay, because well, now the circumstances are different. We have a different adjustment for, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. ways of handling things to where it's not just, hey, anyone who fucking fucked someday and didn't get take care of it, now I can walk. That, that's murder, bro, at some point. The, so, the third abortion, you got to be looking at the female and be like, listen. Yeah, if you're using abortion as a form of birth control, that's the joke. Uh, all right? I'm saying saying is that's the problem bro it's so easily done and done so fat that now when you want to fight for abortion you honestly are fighting for people most of the time to just kill babies because they don't want them well every everywhere every state that has a strong uh plant parenthood program now this these are facts every state with a strong plant parenthood program has lower rate of abortion why because you actually teach they like planned parenthood they're the devils in there you know sucking baby juice if you look at what they do, I very. Think they, I think they're doing uh, God's work. Very providing, uh, uh, you know, sexual awareness, providing right. schools, so, providing. So all where that. they where they have strong where they yeah. have strong programs at? Yeah, that's a very small part of what they do. What they actually do uh-huh. is is uh, uh, promote birth control, uh, promote responsible choices, yeah. so that you don't end up doing that. right. And then and then also. You have to have a medical professional to have an abortion. It, you're not. It's not just gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it, it it is. There there are definitely uh, rules and procedures for them to be had. How however many people are using it as a form of birth control, I can't say. I can't speak to it. Mm-hmm. But I do know for a fact that an abortion is a is a is a is a difficult thing, and it's also uh, it's not. Um, uh, what could I say? Uh, it, it's not anything that should be taken lightly. But I also don't think, I really don't believe yeah. this. And I don't know where you got your numbers from. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sitting with numbers in front of me about that. What I would say is, it is not something that like, yeah. Is there somebody that woke up like, damn, I didn't take a plan B. Damn, six weeks later, I'm pregnant. Fuck that. Run me my abortion. Does that happen? A thousand percent, yes. Um, That being said... Having having spoke to somebody that's had an abortion, it, it is like a really messed up mm-hmm. procedure yeah. that's like uh, uh, very physiologically demanding, and then like you said, mentally, psychologically, like demanding and wearing on a woman. Yeah. It's not it's not as simple. I honestly as like, think that we should know, have somehow write an amendment where men cannot vote on this subject because. Uh, it, I agree. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't. You can't have one. You shouldn't. I, that's what I'm saying. hundred percent. If, if if that was up for vote, like, listen, let's run an amendment where like only females can vote. And then, oh, you know, I think I would be okay with that. I'd be like, yeah, for, dude. Y'all figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. If this is something that, as a female, you f- think, listen, as as a creature, you need to be able to. All right, cool. Yeah. Do you? Because no man's ever gonna be able to understand what right. it's like. That's, what I, that's my thing. You know, Obama said it. You don't because yeah. Obama said like I'm a Christian man yeah. and I don't I don't believe. 
that abortions are uh, a good thing. He said, if your religion tells you that you don't like abortions, good, don't have one. Mm-hmm. But again, you can't point to, and, and I, I'm not mad at somebody's religious convictions. You cannot point to a reason, not religious in nature, any reason why you can tell me that, oh, well, there's murder. Okay, well, I mean, like, you know, we bomb the shit out of countries all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, really, you cannot point to something that doesn't have to do it without invoking, like, in my opinion, God, no. I think it's And if you're, you know poli- if you're playing politics, Take that's what you got to go by, right? Right. So, that's my only thing. Okay. That being said, yeah. that being said, yeah. let's talk some music, man. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, uh, you've, been getting, you've been getting busy, bro, for a long time with the uh, 40-ounce Fridays. Yeah, man. Tell me Friday. how that started. Tell me where that began. How I got going. The bane of my existence and my pride and joy all, all rolled into one, man. Man, about uh, 2018, I was at my boy's pad. Uh, Danny Zico, who's actually here with us today, he's behind the scenes. Shout out, yeah, he's, he's setting up. Boy. Yeah, that's he's, right. He's setting up right now. He's doing some technical work for us. Right. Um, my boy Danny Zico, I uh, was at his pad. This is 2018, and uh, we're just chilling and we're hanging out. And um, I was actually talking about how, like, yo, I think I'm done with music. Like, I, I at the time I had some things going on personally, and I couldn't devote my attention to it. So. We're drinking in his house and I was like, yo, I got this like I got this this like thing in my head. I want to get these bars off, right? Um, let me just get these bars off and 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 here, record me rapping because when I get old, I want proof that I was nice. Like this was my this was my thought process. I want proof that I was nice, right? It's 2018. Yeah. I'm done rapping. So we 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 played um Cell Therapy. Cell Therapy by Goody Mob. And um, I just, I, I gasped for like maybe about two and a half, three minutes. And um, as I was, as I was, as I'm rapping, I'm getting these bars off. It was like, it was cathartic. I was rapping my ass off. I put it up on like, on my Facebook. I didn't even put it up on any kind of like entertainment type platform. I put it on my personal Facebook page. And it got like 15,000 views and people were sharing the hell out of it. And uh, for me, that was a lot because it was just like my personal Facebook page. Like, the, hey, here's a picture of me and the family at Chuck E. Cheese for the homie's <laughs> yeah, birthday. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I got something there. Um, I, w- I was still taking care of some personal things. Um, and then I was talking to the homie and the homie's like, yo, bro, let me play you some beats, man. Like, I, I-, I want you to rap. Uh, on some of these records I got my boy Urban from All Angles and I was like all right so me and him got together and this is like the end of 2018 I guess going into 2019 and he's like hey bro um let's record some songs I was like all right he goes let's really promote them I said how how are we gonna promote them you know so I was talking I was like what if I drop like a weekly freestyle and he's like I'm, I'm, I'm with that let's do it what do you want to do and a long time ago, like some years ago, I was like, I'm going to do a weekly drop. I'm going to call it Jacking for Beats. I'm just going to go in and just pick beats I like, you know, whatever. And then he's like, okay. I'm like, yo, but people like that. I had called the video. I titled it Buzz Bars. That was the, the video of me rapping in my boy's pad. And so I called it Buzz Bars. I'm like, people seem to like that Buzz Bars thing. What if I did one called 40 Ounce Fridays? I'm, I'm going to kill a 40 of Mickey's and I'm going to rap. And he was like... Yo, that, that'll be tight. People people seem to like when you do that. All right, let's do it. We did one week. We did two. Originally, he's like, yo, do like do like 10 of these, and then we'll drop some some songs. Why Mickey's? Uh, when I was little, man, it was the only thing I could drink, only thing I could stomach. You know what I mean? I can't Mickey's. drink. Yeah, I can't drink an OE. I couldn't drink beer. Like, I couldn't drink Budweiser. I you can't do High Lives? I, I could drink Mickey's. I, I, I mean, I could drink a lot of stuff now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I drink a High Life. Sure, it's the champagne and beers. Yeah. But... 
Oh, you know what I'm saying? Got 32 ounce highlights. You know? Where my shit? But it's crazy because um, Mickey's is the one thing I could stomach. I didn't like beer. I didn't mm. like beer. I tried to, of all things, an MGD. I had a, a Miller January, oh, right? Yeah. I had a Miller when I was like five. I reached in the fridge. I had like two sips. When you were five? Yeah, I had like two sips and I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah, sure. I was like four or five years old. Yeah, I was little. And so I was like, man, uh, let's just, I'll kill a Mickey's and I'll rap. So originally he was like, all right, we'll do like seven or eight of them and then like we'll drop some music. And then seven or eight came and went and 10, 15, and 20, and all of a sudden he's like, yo, this is wild. You know? yeah. And then it was like, all right, we got to like 25, and I'm like, yo, what if, what if we did 40, 40 ounce Friday? Dope. And he's like, I mean, we're already, Dope. you know, we're this is about 25 in, 26 in, around there. He's like, what if we did 40, 40 ounce Fridays? Like, what if, you know what I mean? What if, what if we did that? And so uh, he was like, let's do it. So we got to 40. I printed up some stickers. We had a logo designed, and then. Um, my idea was, all right, we did 40, we're going to do a year straight. And then at a year, I'm going to do like a 40 ounce Fridays live event and we're going to wrap it. I did a year straight. My thing was crooked. I did the whole hip hop weekly thing where he was doing songs. He was doing actual songs. He dropped mm. a song a week. This was like 15 years ago. Shit. I just remember I was, in, I was in jail. I was in county jail when he was doing it. I was reading about it in a magazine. Yeah. He dropped a song every week. And I was like, yo, that's dope. You know what I mean? I, I, I rock with what this was doing. This is hard. So I remember I was like, I want to do a year. I, said, I know it's not songs, they're verses, but I want to do a full calendar year. Then COVID hit. Mm. And right when COVID shut everything down, and it was like 40 Ounce Fridays kind of kept me going. I, I did a whole run of them. Um, I was doing them on a boy's pad um, at, at Urban's uh, place, his recording setup. And I remember you would hit me then. Like, hey, bro, like, I would love to come through. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because where we were doing it at is just real small and everything like that. I told you, you know, we could meet up. We could chop it up. But I yeah. don't think it'll happen there. And then um, with COVID, like, we both had to kind of lay low. So I kept doing them from my house. Mm. And then um, we were, nobody knew what COVID really was, right? How serious it was, how contagious it was. You know, I was like, damn, do I got Every time I had a scratchy throat. Damn, I, I know damn well yeah. I don't got the, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was kind of like we tried to be careful. I kept doing it from my house. Um, eventually, after I did maybe like 15, 20 of them from a pad, went back to his house. We kept doing them. Um, you know, and, and then we pushed. And, and you to, only sit down and do one at a time? Yeah, I did oh. every week. And we do, we do one a week. I, one time I think I did because of because of like i had to do some traveling there was some commitments i think i, I record i knocked out two in a week uh. i remember i like i banked one that was that happened one time i think yeah otherwise you're doing them all every week. single week bro okay cool and so i we did them so often man god bless my boy Irvin, man i love that dude um my boy Irvin got burned out he had things going on and he's like hey has i i really can't do them anymore he's like i can help you still like with editing or whatever the case is but i can't like I don't have the time he's like i'm mm. sorry bro and it's like nah nah don't even trip like you're good you know so i hit my boy praise and my boy praise was getting his um room zla recording studio off the ground and he had told me like i'm trying to brand my studio uh do you need a place for 40 ounce fridays at the time i was like nah we kind of got it locked down bro you know um he goes all right well hit me up if you ever do you know well, let's figure something out and i'm like bet yeah. so i hit him like look bro i need to do this every week though like like without fail and i know you i know you're building your clientele but the way this this is a different animal i 
have to do this once a week. And he was like, I bet, come through. You know what I mean? So I kind of moved the, the, the home of 40 Ounce Fridays like over to Rooms LA, you know, out in the valley. And um, and it's been it's been really cool because we've been kind of able to take it quality-wise, yeah. like visually quality-wise. Yeah, absolutely, dude. We've been able to take yeah. it up a notch. We got some lighting now, you know what I'm saying? Um, we were, I mean, literally, with me and Urban, it was like we were recording with a phone mm. and a condenser mic. Mm-hmm. That's it. And like Ableton or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like real, like real bare bones, bro. And it was because it was like, if I wrap my ass off, it don't matter. They're going to hear these bars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with praise, you know, we've been able to, like I said, we got lighting. We got like a, a, a legit camera now, whatever. My boy Danny Zico. <laughs> my boy Danny Zico. Uh, how, much, uh, how much prep time do you go into like lyrically? Man, you can ask my boy. <laughs> Look, man, I, I walk into the studio with a Mickey's in my hand. And words falling out my mouth. Like I mean, I literally, I'm so busy. Like, like we were talking about, you know, all fair. Yeah. Like I'm so busy with my personal life that I don't have time, bro. Mm. So literally, the only way that I get these done at this point, and this has been this way probably for about eight or nine months. The only way I get them done is by booking the session the week before, like the week of. Like I know that I got to be there at a certain time, so I have to commit myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like. It's, it's the week of I'm like The day of recording I'm picking a beat out You know what I mean Like today's beat I picked maybe like Four hours ago Yeah You know what I'm saying Oh do you have these Already docked Or how's it, how's it work With the beats I just, With the beats I, I literally like Scroll through YouTube And I like <laughs> Okay so you I just, just pick You just, literally picking Random yeah, beats Yeah I just scroll Through YouTube oh, bro dope. And I'm like what, what what song did I like What I try to do Is I try to pick A lot of songs That I liked growing up uh. Like um you know, I, I, I pick different. You know, Little Wayne songs. Oh, dude, I pick you know different. what I want to hear you on, bro? What's up? You know, uh, DJ Premier's Boom. Remember Boom? Royce to Five Nine. Is that the prime? Is that you the prime album? You know what I'm talking? About? <laughs> you had him at DJ. No, you. Is it the prime album? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, I think I was in prison when I dropped. When I'm dropped. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Dude, this this beat alone is is one of the greatest uh, premiere beats ever. No, well, the, the whole prime, the, all the prime shit was dope. It's like DJ Premier and, and, and Royce the Five Nines, a little super group. And they, I think they did one recently, right? Yeah, they not did like a Prime ago. 2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was, I think for the first this time. Is, this I is the I track, uh, but uh, it's also the instrument. The instrumentals is where it's at, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's still. I mean, well, it's primo, bro. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know. I've done I mean, a lot want, of primo. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't try to. I'm trying no, to no, 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 no. Thank mess you. with I your always, head or nothing. I always take, I always take uh, a beat hey, suggestions hey, from hey, everybody. Check it out, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard this. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I don't know. Can you consider it? Oh, well, I've jumped on like three or four of his premiere. Yeah, I've yeah. done a. Uh, I've done a yeah, right where you stand. Mm. Uh, uh, with uh, D Block. Yep. D Block Gangstar, right where you Dope. stand. I've done a few. I've done. Uh, I think I did some Biggie. Some, Who do you like the most? Who do you go to? Is there like a producer you go to? Like, oh, I'm gonna. It's usually um, I, I it'll be artists. It'll be like artists. Uh, I've done some Kanye stuff. I've done um, some Dre stuff. Mm. I've done, um, I've done like two. Wait, how, how many have I? I've done like a couple MF Dooms. Um, his stuff would be like way out though. Uh, like the beat switches would be crazy. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Um, 
I've done a lot of I've done a lot of Wayne. It's interesting. I do like more artists. So like I've done a lot of Wayne's old tracks, fifties, or like this is the stuff that was on when I was in high school. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So a lot of a lot of old fifty tracks. But how do you um, keep how do you keep in shape lyrically? Like if you're saying you're okay, yeah, you go in there and get it. I get that. But like, do you keep right on you? Like there has to be a time where you're now, is this the only time you spend rapping? No. So that's what I'm saying. Like when, 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 when uh, the other times of the day. Like when are you are you writing? Are you? I mean, I'm always working on something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have, I have like, this is horrible. I probably got like six features. I need to I need to lock down. <laughs> but he's between him, his schedule and mine. Like, yeah. We barely have time to, to come in and knock out forty ounce sometimes. Yeah. Um, that being said. This man is very humble. I think th- this is Danny's ego, but I just want to say he comes in every day, and he already had. He might have like a bar too, like in his head. He's like mumbling as he's, hey, what's up? He's yeah. mumbling, mumbling, mumbling. Yeah. He's like, are you gonna set up? All right, cool. He keeps mumbling, he's mumbling. He's writing in his head. So he writes in his head every week, new bars, memorizes it, recites it live on camera every week. I just want to point that out because I, I don't think you're making yeah. it clear enough. And he's very humble too. So yeah. I just want to make it clear. I, I, that's the nicest thing they said to me all week. Um. <laughs> no, no, like we were talking about earlier, dude. The level of intelligence it takes to juggle words and then to put them in a rhyming pattern and then make that rhyming pattern entertaining. Yeah. That level of, of skill, that level of like mental capacity, bro. That's you should be very proud of that. It's, it's not very. It's not a common thing. I can't do it. I can't freestyle to save my life. Yeah. To me, it was always give me a pen and a pad. I'm good. Yeah. When it came to the the juggling and, and the structuring, I, I can't do it, bro. Yeah. My for, brain doesn't work like that. For me, I think the thing that I'm more proud of is the consistency. Like mm. I, I pride myself on my on my on my penmanship, right? I mean, I don't write nothing down no more. But I mean, I pride myself on on structuring words. Um, but for me, it's the consistency. So I think this week we're going to be heading into volume 132. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. We're, we're, we're clear over at, at 130 if you do the math right 52 weeks in a year um at volume 130 that was two and a half years yeah right there and so the fact that we're hitting 132 um for me is a point of pride just because um i sat there and stuck with something this long yeah. and i've had a lot of like legends kind of tip their hat to me um and and that's been really cool be real red man um, like I've rapped on their stuff And then they You know They'll, they'll like it You know what I'm saying or They'll comment something mm-hmm. uh, Saigon just finished Doing the challenge A couple weeks ago He was commenting On my stuff He reposted it To his page You know what I'm saying Sometimes I'll do That's a, that's another way Sometimes I'll pick a beat If an artist Will like Throw a challenge down Sure I'll, I'll do their challenge So like For one of the One of the volumes I got I got 80 bars Is the Red Man 80 bar challenge Dope. You know what I'm saying yeah. He rapped for 80 bars So I was like Bro I'm gonna give you 80 then you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for certain, uh, you know, certain certain weeks I've done that. There'll be I'll hear some influencer or whatever the hell that like, oh, I'm looking you for a rapper on this beat. Think you know of, I mean? of taking your talents on the road. Like I don't know, there's a lot of contests, bro. You can make a lot of money, son. If you're just like, dude, a lot of the freestyle performing things, dude. That's that's not an issue, but it's a big thing still. You can make a couple grand. You can make. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think that I think one, it's like to get pigeonholed is that because i think i think i'm doing this i have like a real distinct plan in my head what i want to do like mm-hmm. going, going beyond this the whole getting um kind of like toe tagged as a battle rapper you know what i'm saying getting kind of like pigeonholed as a battle rapper for me at least 
is not where I want to live at. I wouldn't say you're a saying? battle rapper. Yeah, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to. Like I don't want to. I don't want to live in that world because that it's like it's almost become like a. Uh, like a bad word you know my respects to all them dudes that put their words together and go against each other it's, cr- it's gotten to its own thing it's its own subgenre of rap now yeah. but like it's the whole idea of like oh he's quote unquote and I think it's so insulting but he's just a battle rapper it's just the most but disgusting. But we you know, know you're not that. Right. So so my thing, but my thing is I'm I'm still growing my, it's crazy. I've been doing this for a minute, but I'm getting new fans every single week. Like every verse, you know what I mean? I, hey, I ain't heard about you. This is dope, you know? And so it's like, and so it's like, I just think it's really dope to, um, to, to be at that, you know, to kind of be at that point is really ill um, that I'm still kind of attracting new fans. And my thing is I'm trying to give them this music. Like, I, that's that's where my head is at. I really want to give them this music. So, so this is a, a project you got going, but it's one of many. This is just one way you're expressing yourself, but there's, yeah. there's way other forms. So, can we expect some albums, some full-length blank? Like, what, what can we see? Come, what other things can we expect from Azure? Yeah, so my problem is I got ideas all the time. That's that. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I've got two. I've got one, one thing. So the whole the music that I started two and a half almost I feel horrible, but almost like three years ago I started working with tracks, working on tracks with my boy Urban, and the idea was I'm, I'm doing this. We're, I don't care. We're doing it. But the idea was call it boom baps and gangster raps Mm -hmm. because he was coming with these real boom bap sample based beats and they were hard to me and so i wanted to take that and kind of flip it and 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 that's the exact title that i'm boom baps and gangster raps and the whole idea was to spit some really genuine west coast gangster stuff over this um boom bappy style production i just thought that the two were were uh, so often pitted against each other but when you really look at some of the illest boom bap tracks if whether you look at biggie talking that shit or whether you look at mob deep talking their shit they're some of the most gangster like records ever so my thing was just like why not like really try to um shine a light on that mm-hmm. so that project is i promise you i mean the songs are basically done but that project will come and then the other one um i got a thing for ralph Lauren, man and so um i was joking around one night and i was drunk and i was like yo i'm the polo cholo i was like wait let me write that down <laughs> so i like i like put a little note in my phone I was like i gotta write this I shit like down like and then i like text a couple people polo cholo what you think hashtag you know what i'm saying what you think right yeah. and so a couple people were like that's hard that's and hard. so and so um those are the two things I would like to work on. But like I said, between my schedule and basically my at this point he's my de facto engineer. Between Danny Zico's schedule and mine, like sometimes it's all we can do to get this verse out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he does because he does so much with respects to um, uh, the visual recording of it, and then the audio mixing, and then like layering the video. Yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't do a video before, but he literally sat there. And he's like, dog. Because what we were doing when I first started recording with him, we were bouncing it over to Urban, and we're like emailing tracks, and we were losing some 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 video quality, like emailing them, Email. compressing the Email. files, just emailing them back and forth, yeah. and then like, um, Praise was like, I'm gonna teach myself an editing program, and I'm gonna do this here. He's like, he's like, like I'm, I'm gonna do this, and he literally taught himself how to layer video. He's like, oh, all right, got to figure it out. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like. 
you know, he's he's been very involved with me taking the quality of this to 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 even crazier level, and I'm I'm really proud of that. So yeah. so yeah, so um, forty ounce Fridays, um, I, I'm proud of it because of the consistency. I, I want to continue it, and I want to turn it into more of a brand name. I got some things in the works, like like just ideas, things that I have written down, um, that I really I really want it to be more of a a, a, a brand of things, um, and then. The music, like I want people to understand, like I'm nice with the bars, but like you, you can catch these songs too, you know. And so we're working all the time um, between my boy um, Got Beats, who who I had a song a few years ago called Start a Riot that, that did okay. He produced that, um, and then uh, uh, between me working with him um, on that side of things, it's more like we're working on like placements for movies and TV and shit like that. And then uh, me working with, with with praise, praise praise will bring the best out of me a lot of times artistically. Um, excuse me, my boy Danny Zico. That's that's his OG man. His OG, he's always pray he's always gonna be praised to me. But my boy Danny Zico, he he brings the best out of me. Like uh, he he kind of demands a, a certain level of, of um quality like when we're in the studio and and, and I, I i do so of myself as well but it, it, it's never like you know uh, one of them situations where it's like homie smoking a blunt somebody else is is, is getting drunk and it's like i'm kind of winging it in the booth like yo dog how's that sound man that shit's hard you know what i'm saying no nah, it's like no nah, hey bro like this could be better I, i'm very like um ambitious when it comes musically i'm very ambitious as far as like trying to put harmonies and melodies in my music yeah so if i'm gonna do that this singing ass fool because he could what? sing he's gonna like like he'll he'll be like nope he'll like pulling pulls out his little fucking iphone and he has like a tuner app on his phone and he's like <laughs> he's like you hear this ha ah. you're like you're right here you're over ah. here i need you, you need over here, here. <laughs> and i'm like yo dog word but he's like, well, if you're going to sing, you're going to do yeah, this right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, so yeah, we're constantly no, there's, working, No, there's man. nothing like, um, and I'm and I'm a, a believer in this because this is what I'm experiencing now. Like once you, doing the show is dope, dope. Bro, I love it. You know, it's awesome. But but a lot of the times there's no one to go talk about it with. Yeah. And I did it with no one. I didn't share that experience with no one. Yeah. And it's also, uh, there's I'm not as motivated as if when I am with working with someone. See what I'm saying? Like you guys. Yeah. He motivates you. You motivate each other. Quality, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm working with East of the River. It's, it's a lot. I see them hustle. Makes me want to hustle. Now sure. we're all, bo- you know, we're all on that level of, you know. Sure. And uh, so working with someone um, closely like that is definitely beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you guys, are sh- you believe in each other's vision. You understand where it's going, oh, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and for me, I, what I what I think I appreciate is... Um, he he lets me be good at what I'm good at, mm. and then and then I let him be good, which is everything the right. fuck else. Like <laughs> I just come in and rap, man. Yeah. Like this dude, like so, I, you know. So he 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 yeah. does a lot. <laughs> no, I wanted to reach out, and I'm glad that you agreed to to have me have a sponsor one of these one of these uh, forty ounce Fridays, bro. It means a lot. I, I'm honored, man. I, yeah. I'm seriously, and I'm honored. I'm, I I thought it was dope. I said, you want to do what for who? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You know, thanks yeah. for having us. I'm I'm genuinely happy. Um, my boy Urban uh, has got a. Pr- prior engagement um but i wanted him here you know because he's part of the genesis of this right but um thanks for having us and in all seriousness um uh we're, we're definitely glad to be here um i think it's dope the fact that i created something um with a very small there's been three of us the team has been three of us right it's me it's danny zico it's my boy urban that's it and outside of that mm, i, I want to i gotta give honorary mention my boy XP, 
from the Rhyme Addicts, my boy XP, uh, there was one or two weeks where I recorded at his house. I know for a fact there was one where I recorded at his house. For, uh, for There was some logistical stuff going on, and uh, I recorded like one or two 40 on Fridays at his pad. Mm. And, uh, and I've recorded music with him before. We've, we've done songs and videos and whatnot. But um, he came through, so I really got to shout him out. Um, but outside of XP, it, it's been it's been Zico and it's been Urban. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So we managed to create this with, with like, you, you were asking me, you know, we were going back and forth about this. You're like, what do you need, bro? You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's, it's pretty pretty bare bones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, yeah. we do a lot with a little, and I'm, I'm proud of that. Right, like we we've we've taken some out of nothing. Took you know, I just took the, the name sounded cool, some alliteration, right? Forty ounce Fridays. All right, sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? But it was nothing. You know, I looked the hashtag up, and Forty Ounce Fridays had like ten posts before I started it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you look at Forty Ounce Fridays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you look at if you, it was like ten. It was fucking ten posts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if anybody's good at analytics and they want to go research this stuff, you can go look. There was like ten posts. There's forty on Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before I started this. Yeah. If you look now, it's like over five hundred or thousand or something like that. Yeah. And they're me. Dope. You know what I mean? And ain't no. It's no. Nobody else is like trying to like hijack it. It's me. Yep. And it's all the pages that have shared it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I've had sure, a lot of outlets. Yeah. Shout, you know, shout out to. Tres Hip Hop They've been From day one I was their very first Video they ever posted On their page um, uh, Shouts out um, uh, IE Slappers They got I think their main page Got deactivated um, But uh, I've had a lot of I think when When there was a Chicano rap magazine mm. uh, Page They're not active right now You know what I'm saying Oh really Yeah <laughs> Yeah, shouts out to, to, to Mrs. Yeah, Zico. Shouts out yeah. to Mrs. Zico. Like in all seriousness, I've had a lot of people yeah. share my stuff now, and it went from a, a hashtag that was virtually non-existent and didn't exist to this now. So I'm proud of that. And the fact that, uh, to get back to my original point, thank you. The fact that you would then want to like be involved with something that we created, I think is just dope. You know uh, it's a you humbling know, experience. Well, well, at this point, I, what I realized that my job is. It's more of a documentation than anything else. Like a uh, doc, just documenting times for artists. Sure. And hip hop in general. Sure. You know, and then compiling it together in one, his, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In, one, in one volume. Uh, I think that has value in it if we're going to use hip hop as a culture, like something we're going to pass down. Sure, sure, sure. Gonna, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. The hip hop museum is already in existence, right? There's one in New York and then there's going to be one in LA. So like, you're literally going to, there's going to be a hip hop museum yeah. and there's going to be stuff like the, the tape deck that Blank used or the, the, the decks, blah, blah, blah. Those are all being donated. by. Yeah, by so I'm saying like there is going to be a future of people who are going to like scroll through hip hop yeah, and I think it's important to like document these things. And when I saw it, and it did the persistence and the quality and how good you're at it, I'm like, oh, this is dope. This needs to be like, I think, when you <laughs> thank and, you, well, yeah. And you're already not that you're not doing that by existing, right? Yeah. But I think on a, on a official basis, just being part of a of a group of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. You know, 100%. and I thought, you know what? Let's. I need. We need to talk about that. I need. I, I want to put that out. I I so appreciate you know that because I, mean? I, I I be joking. I was joking with him one time about it and. And uh, I was literally being funny, but I told him like, "Hey, bro, just do me a favor. Like, if I die, make sure you tell everybody how dope I was, right?" Yeah. And so he's like, "Fool, you ain't going nowhere. We gonna get old together." Yeah. I think the joke was we're gonna be like really old, 
You know what I mean? We're going to let ourselves just like get old and stuff. And Dude, I, Big Daddy and Kane and KRS-One. Hard. Both of their 50s. Hard. Just finished rocking the yeah, show. It was beautiful. So don't worry about it, bro. Yeah. You got... You Our know? joke, but my joke to him was, my joke to him was, you right. We're going to get old together. We're going to like be on a boat. Yeah. Like while our ladies get like, all, they're all plastic <laughs> surgery out, like rubbing lotion on us. Right? And so like... That's the dream. But, but I said this though, like if I, if I drop that tomorrow, there's a... There's a body of work that you could look at and and my my biggest thing would be like for the people who had never heard of me or for the people that had but had kind of been like oh that's the thing he does i would love for people to then go back and be like damn we were sleeping you mm. know what i'm saying but it's just the work every single week i'm in competition with like nobody i don't worry about like oh this person over here did this you know what i'm saying yeah like literally my thing is like okay what did i do the week before uh, what 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 subgenre rap did I rap on? What region was it? What artist? What era? Let me switch it up this week. I'm, okay, I was at the East Coast last week. I'm gonna go down south. I'm gonna come out west. Okay, it was early dope, '90s. Dope, Let dope, me go mid 2000s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, if I hear the, right now, it's really hard to get new records like their their instrumentals. They used to just be flying all over the internet. Yeah. And like right now, you can't really. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'd be I'd be mad because you see like I'll hear a song and I'm like, oh, I like that. And then I'll try to find it, and yeah. like, yeah. it's all—they're all remakes. You For know sure. Saying? Yeah. So I'm like, uh. So I'm kind of limited on the new stuff that I can rap on. Um, that being said, uh, like, like that's what I try to do. So with that, with that said, I'm just in competition with myself every week, mm -hmm. right? I'm just trying to be better than. So like, you know, I, I genuinely believe that 132 this week is gonna be of better quality. Like I brought something different, a new twist, whatever the case is. Uh, than I did on 131. Before we get into that, before you get ahead and do that, real quick, who do you, uh, is there anyone you, any artist you accredit more than uh, other artists for the way you, for your style or the way they, that you deliver stuff? Like, is there, is there one artist that you can kind of. Sure. So, I mean, like, I think when I was, I think when I was coming up, it was like heavy Eminem. Um, but then like, there was a, a lot of the East Coast dudes, man, like uh, 50, the whole, the whole G unit saga if you wanted to call it that was just amazing to me it was like i was enthralled i was like this is amazing you know what i'm saying but a lot of the east coast dudes i love i loved mob deep um uh, like i loved biggie um i liked big pun i loved i used to love to argue with tupac fans just to piss them off i didn't believe anything i was saying but i'd be like well biggie was clearly so much better than Pac, right and i would just piss people off um but that being said um, I always say this too Like I didn't understand Pac Till I went to prison Like I thought I did I, I liked Pac But like I, I, His music hit different Sitting yeah. in that cell Like you know what I'm saying Looking at my release date My release date's like Four years away And I'm looking And I'm listening to Pac And I'm, I shed so many tears so many, I'm like Oh fuck You know what I'm saying Like oh okay I get it now You know what I'm saying <laughs> You know what I, I was so, reading up on this real quick And uh, I saw a, a post That I still think about To this day It said Biggie was a better rapper Tupac was a better artist and I'm thinking like that's probably it that's probably it I think Biggie was better was a better MC right but I think Pac was had a, a deeper sense more artistic yeah so, yeah and, 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 and I think that's probably the difference and, and well for me it's also with this the consistency that I've done here mm -hmm. understanding how hard it's been for 131 weeks yeah. going on 132 his work ethic oh like, Pac the fact that absolutely like a lot of, I don't think a lot of people realize the man was dead at 26 yeah 
and, and he he was he was uh, movies uh, movies he did he did you know how, you know how much time it takes to do a movie how many albums he had banked it's crazy so crazy when you look at his work ethic like i got it i'm gonna always give it to him yep. for that yep. like you, you're never gonna have another run like that you, yeah. you will never and, have and somebody that's amazing that Pac, know, who will end up who ended up being the the end all of hip-hop like the figure yeah. that everything's judged on uh-huh. Had enough sense as an artist to to bank these tracks. He's he, he knew he, he he like said it like I'm not gonna be here to fucking. Yeah. I need a bit and he, dude, thank God he did, because like the Jesus of hip hop understood it and he banked it. He's and, like, I'm, and, I'm gonna show again, you why. He died why. at 26. That's what I'm saying. So he was like, so so he was not only did he have the foresight to to record those things. Mm-hmm. But he had the wisdom beyond his years. To listen to smile, he sounds like he's right. He sounds like a, a man in his forties. So I mean, listen that to smile. That shit. sounds like a scholar yeah. is reading off a poem that that yeah. you know he's often in Harvard, like a dictation. Because the imagery, the, yeah. the, the 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 passion behind it, delivered in a hip hop track, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm nah, saying? it's that a beautiful thing. So those would be those would definitely be influences. Dope. Okay. Um, and then I like I'm gonna keep it G, man. I I like um. I was on parole for a lot of years, bro. Like when I was doing Start a Riot, when I did Modern Day Slavery, but I could, I literally couldn't make the music I want. And I, and I, it was a blessing because it forced me to be more creative. I couldn't make the music I wanted to make. I wanted to just talk shit. To be completely honest with you, I wanted to be unrepentant about it. I wanted to talk that shit. You were still I did, mad. I did. Well, the thing was, I did five years in prison. And I never really got to talk about it because I was constantly worried. I had my, I had my rhymes. I had my videos played. You know what I'm saying? I had things thrown in my face when I was trying to get custody of my daughter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was advocating cop killing and violence against cops. Uh-huh. I started right, according to some people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I had a judge like, oh, well, you had your daughter at a video shoot yeah. and next to naked women. I'm like, nah, go look at my video. Ain't no naked women at the time. Wasn't no naked women in any videos I had done. I'm like, what are you talking about? No. You know what I'm saying? I had her at a video shoot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had her at a video shoot and she was, all, all we were doing is catching B-roll and I was explaining to her what the song was about. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and it wasn't, and it was a song I was proud of, uh, "Modern Day Slavery" about immigration reform. You know, she was there for some of the B-roll on that. But I literally had a judge telling mm. me, like, "Oh, you're advocating violence against cops." I see this start a riot video, and you mm. guys are taking punches at cops. And I was like, "Where? That, that's really what we're doing?" So it was like, I couldn't say, "Man, I couldn't do that. I couldn't make a song about about social justice." You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let alone like like I just wanted to pop. I'm gonna keep it G. I just wanted to pop shit because I felt like a lot of people that would talk like quote-unquote gangster stuff in their rhymes Mm -hmm. it was very like either fake or just like not from an authentic perspective with respects to it was just like glorify 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 and you either haven't lived it or you're not giving you're not giving these youngsters like the real cons to it no but was this something that you had always thought or was like doing time what kind of no, nah, I mean that. I was a knucklehead. How do you think I did the time, yeah. right? So, but what I'm saying is, when I came out, yeah, I was on high control parole uh-huh. with gang terms. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't pump my chest up to be like the biggest baddest motherfucker in the room. Yeah, but I was dealing with real life situations. You yeah. know, I talk about it in some of the verses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what you know about the high control parole? Uh, um, uh, uh, what you know about the high control parole? I freestyled that one, so I can't remember it. Um, but. I'm literally talking about uh, parole officers banging on my door. You know what I'm saying? And them them trying to raid my apartment. But I wasn't home because I was working. And, and and my lady was at work. And so mm. the there's like six six cops trying to kick my door down. And then the manager comes out like, well, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, you know, Daniel Sanchez, he lives there. And they're like, well, where's he at? He's at work. He works all day. 
Him, him and his wife, they work all day. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, all right, noted. But then I had to deal with I was embarrassed. I come home sure. and my, my neighbors are looking at me like, yeah. oh, fucking what did he do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And so it was an embarrassing thing. Like a lot of people, I think a lot of people that don't really live that life or haven't really dealt with that, um, it's just fun to them. Or it's do funny. You think it's you cool. carry a stigma because you, know you, did, you did? Nah, time? I don't think so at all because I, I don't let I don't let that worst circumstance like define the rest of my life but i do want to talk about it with respects to um this is what the game fully entails and so like the boom baps and gangster ass project i've really been working on that and uh and it really i i'm very proud of it because um i have a lot of records like that you know what i'm saying um where i speak about the 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 the, the pitfalls as well it's not just like i'm the coolest gangster with the biggest clip i bust you in your fucking lip like no mm -hmm. i'm letting you know like there are uh consequences uh, uh for your actions like this is what's gonna come of this i'm gonna just i'm gonna just give you my heart you know what i'm saying i just pour my heart on record so it's like i can do that now though i don't have a parole officer mm. breathing down my neck what did you just say yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. so the music that I, it's funny because how make, long was pearl for you know um that was three years i think two or three years and now was, you're not in any type of pearl no I, I haven't been since like 2015 okay i paroled in 2012 from from, from prison um well actually I was in prison. I had another case in L.A. County, so I paroled to a hold. What, what were we doing? What, what's happening? Why are we going to jail? Why? What are these cases? Oh, man. Well, shit. You name it, bro. Um, what did you do the time for? Um, shit. You name it, bro. <laughs> uh, let me see. Carjacking, strong-arm robbery, uh, conspiracy to commit a crime, uh, assault on a peace officer. And that uh, was all in one case? Assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, attempted murder, assault with a deadly weapon, and caused great bodily injury. Like all these, all these charges were on one case. I had to know, no. So these I mean, are multiple I was, cases. I was in and out, bro. From the time charges. I was, so from the time I was eighteen, <clears throat> from the time I was eighteen, yeah, to the time I was twenty, because I didn't even make it to my twenty-first birthday. So from the time I was eighteen to the time I was twenty, I was arrested. Like I don't know. Uh, five six ten times whatever it was and it was i was either i was i was either waiting on a court date i was in jail or i was getting out of jail. what happened at 18 that, going, that we started it, no i had been a fuck up but uh my my policy as a kid was uh if the homies got a stolen car i'm not jumping in so everybody always went to juvie for like joyriding yeah you know what i'm saying whatever that's how you get on probation right yeah. as, as a juvenile um i was always like the homies riding by i'm like nah dog i'm cool you know what I'm saying? I okay, that, so you I had that much your, sense. Yeah, I know that's not your car. But but still, I'm I'm like, I'm in a neighborhood being a fool. But I had a little bit of like, I know that's not your car. And then the other thing was, um, I, I, I took about it, I talk about it, you know, um, um where like my style was always different. I talk, I think last week I said Wu Tang hoodies at the junta with a whole fade, mm. right? Um, uh, I wasn't a punk. I took all fades. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was literally, like, that's a true story. Like, I had a fucking Wu-Tang hoodie on. It's, it, like, everybody's got, like, Pendleton's on and shit, right? Sure. And the homies are meeting up, and they're wearing, like, Pendleton's or yeah. pro club. I think it was pro clubs, uh, big jerseys. That they had to, I remember the homie had a Players 69 jersey. Yeah. Right? That was, like, the, you remember, remember them? Players 69? And so, the homies are all creased up, big old jeans. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, like, I showed up with a Wu-Tang hoodie 
and, and a Source Awards mixtape in my little in my little Walkman. I had yeah. the Walkman that didn't skip the CD Walkman. Oh, for the anti skip on it. The anti skip, the disc man, the disc man. There we go. It, it, it didn't. It just didn't quite fit in your pocket. No, like no, it but almost had fit, the, but it, it quite. That didn't. was why I had the hoodie. Oh, the Wu Tang okay. hoodie had the big old. The Wu Tang hoodie. Had sure, the, I still you know got. I, mean? I do. I got a Wu Tang yeah. hoodie. Yeah, it had the big old yeah. pockets in the front, right so in I the was, middle. Yeah, so I would rock like that, right? So I'm sitting there with a Wu Tang hoodie on, and the homie like, the fuck is he wearing you yeah. know what I'm saying like what is it what is it he's got a big old yellow W on my okay you know so you were just wild you were just I was, a wild kid I was kid. a wild kid bro and so and so I got older and it continued and my but, thing but these are pretty serious you're talking you, these are serious charges it's not like yeah. hey I was like you know writing I tagged on some shit or, no nah. you're like hey what did you say uh, what, what, what charges what do they do you're I mean well <laughs> my conviction I'm just trying to yeah. understand how how in these two years and yeah, then I now, call like every case yeah. yeah that's insane and then now the trajectory that you're on is it's amazing so so you it know? was like it was like um um what did I say I caught every single case while getting my cheese right kept my chin up at the judge while facing him three strikes mama sitting in the gallery looking at me like I'm a three year old boy she trying she telling to sleep tight tears pouring down her eyes like you better than this nice collect calls home sending letters and shit so it's like Mm. And that was like volume five mm. 40 ounce Fridays You know what I'm saying That was volume five Like I've been telling my story But with that It was just like I was an idiot It's all it came down to I like fast money whoa, You know what I'm saying whoa, whoa, No 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 Because no. it isn't You don't It's not a switch bro Yeah Okay it's rarely a switch So like what In your childhood Must have been some turbulence, right? It was, it was what it was. Was as a kid, like my, I see my cousins and my older cousins, and like. Do we have mom and dad in, at home? Uh, mom and stepdad. Okay, you know and, and how stepdad. was that? I mean, like, I, it's funny now because, like, to this day, I talk to my stepdad, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, as, as a kid, I was I was an asshole because I because I knew I had a biological father, but he wasn't around. You know what I'm saying? Had, he had, wasn't around like nowhere or like you didn't know or like. No, like, like, like he wouldn't come around. But you knew who he but was. But I knew who he was. I, I knew of him because my grandparents, rest in peace, his his parents yeah. wanted to see me. Okay. So just because there's so So you knew who up. he was, but yeah. did you know where he was? Like, nah, not really. I mean, not really. Like, I would, you didn't I know where he lived? Oh, no. I would see my okay. grandpa be like, how's, how's my dad doing? Uh, okay. Oh, you know, we, you know what I'm saying? And dad never never tried uh, to communicate? Or well, we, we, we spoke a little bit like when I was like uh, preteen. Okay. That lasted a couple years, but then I was a fuck up. So so <laughs> I would I would always do is I wanted to go gangbang with the homies, right? I wanted to be stupid. So I would tell my moms like, oh, yeah. I, um, and I'm like a little older and I'm like 14, 15. And I tell my mom like, oh, I'm going to go with my dad for the weekend. And she wouldn't, okay. You know, my mom's a single mother at the point. At this point, her and my step pops, they were together like my whole life. Yeah. Uh, they had just divorced. So my mom's is working all the time. And so she tells me like, all right, well, um, I'll, be, I'll be back on Sunday. You know, okay. He's going to pick you up. He's going to pick me up. I'll pack my shit in the bag and I'll go to the homie's pad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We, and I'll just run amok for two, three days. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just like just, just run them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just run them up. Just act crazy, and then I'll come back on Sunday. What the way I got the way I got caught? I I got like a permanent like I be having like a permanent like side eye towards Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> My biological father is Jehovah's Witness, and his excuse for never bring giving me birthday present or coming to Christmas is oh well, you know it's against my religion. I said like motherfucker, there's 363 other days of the year. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so so but. uh I used to have to go with him on Sunday. If I went with him, I had to go to church. So I had a little, I had a suit, and I used to take my suit. But I remember one time I was at the homie's pad, and this smoker tried to steal my suit. Like this tweaker, he tried to steal the suit, 
and I like like we beat the hell out this dude and I took the suit back. But after this, I was like, all right, from now on, I'm not gonna take the whole suit. Like I don't even need it. I don't want nothing to happen to it. So I I um I left it in the back of my closet. Right? I just I like stuck it in the back of my closet. Well my mom is super nosy and she goes into my room, you know what I mean? Like real she as much as she had to work and everything, she was very present. Like she tried to be a very okay. present parent, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so she's in my room and she's like, Oh, he already left and then she opens my closet to just buy through my shit I would come home she would find whatever the case was you know what I'm saying she'll find like blunt wrappers or she'll find weed or yeah. whatever you know what I mean yeah. and and like no, my, I've been my there. drawer will be tossed uh, up for and sure. it's gone yeah, and I'm yeah. like damn she got me again you know so this time cause what do you do hey mom can, can, I, can I get that grandma right she got me again. So she's like looking through my closet looking for bullshit yeah. and she sees the suit at the back Yeah. so she calls my, my biological father uh. Oh hey, tell him he forgot his suit. Did you need to get it? And he's like, "What? He's not with me. What are you talking about?" Damn. And then my mom's like, "What? When's the last time you seen your son?" He's like, "Well, we usually speak. We usually speak, you know, on the phone. But I mean, I probably haven't picked him up in about eight months. Damn. He told me he's been pretty busy. Like, and and how often did you do this? I did this every like every other weekend. I was gone for like eight months oh, every God. other weekend, Holy and shit. I was telling her like, "Oh, and my. just just catching cases, bro. Like just, just being stupid, just being dumb. You know what I'm saying? And and then like, and because I would go do whatever I would do, yeah. and then by the time the cops are like either looking for me or looking for somebody who might have done something, I'm 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 back at the pad for sure. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, no doubt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, so uh, yeah, bro. I was just I was a knucklehead like that. I turned 18 and it, it just got worse because my thing was like fast money. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, the one thing I can say, like I was never like, I was never into drugs weren't a thing for me. That wasn't a problem. I just like, I like fast money and I liked the fact that if I came around like certain circles, it was like, oh, that's a solid dude right there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, that little youngster, because I'm young, bro. I'm like 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. It's like, oh, that youngster's a knucklehead. Yeah. He's with the business. Yeah. I like that. That's you know what I'm saying. Up. Like, like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna say my so, name. So, how'd you translate that energy now? It was, it was music. Well, it was music back then. The problem with my my boy that did start a riot produced for me like back then, and his he was he was like, your problem is, you like you do the shit you rap about. <laughs> like he was like that was always his. It was funny to him. Yeah. He's like you do the shit you rap about. That's the you know what I mean. Yeah. He goes if you could be like these studio gangsters, we could make a million dollars. Like and this is like in two thousand five, right? And if you did, you know, we could make a million dollars. You know, and so he's that was not, always he's not wrong, right? That was always his joke, he's right? So like now for me now at this point it's like I got a daughter, bro, and at the time like it was two thousand. My daughter was born in two thousand six. I tried to justify still being stupid. I just didn't want to let the lifestyle go, but I try to justify it as like, oh, my daughter needs baby food. My yeah. daughter needs this. My daughter needs that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what it takes. What it takes. Sure. Which is bullshit. I could have no, worked, worked at McDonald's. You know what I'm no, it is. No, it is. But, but it's like, you know, that was like my excuse to keep being a fool. Yeah, for it, sure. it was never like, I never got arrested like, at a party, the cops been looking for me for three weeks and I got caught slipping or I got arrested at some girl's house. They caught me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was never that. It was like, nah, in the commission of a violent crime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, and it was always like, well, we need to do this to get this, to get this amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was always that. So it was like. So now, now that you're older. Yeah. And, and let's wrap it up. But now that you're older. Yeah. Do you look back at the people that you hurt during those crimes and think about that? Or is that something you're trying to make amends with or? Yeah, so like, like, like you know, I definitely like in my in my day to day, I've come to a point now where, um, you know, my my 
my current professional life allows me to to, to kind of do that. I, I help people in my in my my profession is one of of being a service to others. Um, that being said, um, for the most part, a lot of what we did was like there are absolutely people who did nothing wrong that 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 I probably hurt that that did nothing to deserve that, and that I got to live with that. Um, but a lot of what we did. Most of the time, it was the streets were a dirty game. Hmm. You know, that was my that was my my thing was just like, well, if this no, that's a valid. You know, you know what I'm saying? The streets that, were a dirty valid, game, bro. so it was like you signed up for it. I was gonna say if you if you playing the game, yeah, you playing the game. It's a, it's a dirty game, okay. you know. And now, like I said, there are certain things I gotta live with. Absolutely, uh, what I would what I would say is, I have I have genuinely taken my mindset. I have genuinely taken like where I'm at, my frame of mind. And I've I've changed it to um like really being uh a stand up dude, a, a man of my word and and you know, uh whether it's doing the interview with you and having some professional stuff that gets backed up during the day and I gotta call look, I'm I'm still make it. You know what I mean? I don't do no call, no shows. You're not gonna hear like damn I was I thought Haz was gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I pride myself on that. You know what I'm saying? And I and I and like I said in my professional life, I'm I'm in a position of service to others, and um, and and I, I every single day I get up and I'm like, you know, you got a choice every single day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You 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 got a choice every single day to make, and so every single day I make that choice to 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 put some positive light out there i know in my verses i talk a lot of shit uh what i would say is i've lived that um i i I have a right to but i can honestly say this too i have a lot of people to hit me up and they'll dm me and yo bro like you talk the type of shit that only somebody that lived that could and thank you because like i could it's something i you like it's like therapy and 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 i'm like cool you know what i'm saying that's just on the music side of things but every single day bro i gotta choose and i've I've told people this before i've said um i have to wake up every day and 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 make the choice to be a good person like the dumb shit comes easy to me Mm. leave me alone Mm. you know what i'm saying that's why i mind my own business i don't Mm. i used to like always pop off at the mouth like like when i first came home i was kind of known for that like oh has gonna speak his fucking mind and i had a couple issues with certain entities and certain artists and stuff like that whatever the case was real minor stuff nothing you know nothing you know nobody's gonna get hurt nobody's gonna bust a grape i was never worried about that but i had little Mm brush-ups and at this point bro i don't care because what I realized was I was trying to do right at that time. I really was. I wasn't doing nothing, you know, way out. I was trying to do right at the time. But it, in inviting that type of confrontation. Yeah, defensive. It was, is, it, well, it, what it was, was it was, e- no, it was, it was offensive because it was mm. easy for me to, like, snap and be a bully. Got it. And I, and I did it a couple times. And a couple people were like, yo, do you hear how you just talked to that person? And I'm like, what? Like, like that's wild, fool. Like, how the hell do you get away with that? I'm like, what are you talking about, mm-hmm. right? But I'll be like a real, I'll take it all the way there. Like, mm. we can go to the shoe, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, we can go to the shoe program. Like, we can do that, you know what I'm saying? Let's not do that. You, you, yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I, would, I, would, I would, and I would go all the way there. I, no, I would no. go all the way there, like, yeah. ignorance-wise. And then it would be like, yo, I got to chill. Yeah. Like, do I do I or do I not want to make a change in my life? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made every single morning. I, I literally. I, I, I genuinely believe. And sometimes just making a hard right 
just like ran, just make a hard right in your life. Just make a drastic big change without um, the without. And and I mean that in a in the best way that you can do that. I'm saying don't do something stupid. Don't you sure, know, don't, sure sure. No, I'm saying you want to go to school. Fuck it, go sign up right now. Like don't even think about it. Get in your car right now and go yeah. with the dude. And I've done that thing where I'm like, okay, I want to go. And I literally get up and I go in my car and boom. And I and I made a right turn in my life. Yeah, that's how I signed up to the military. It's like, boom, let's go. And and dude, that's how I did it that day. I signed up. I was out like two weeks after that. See, and and I firmly believe in you know what. Sometimes you really got to take kind of like check of what you got going. If it's not happening, make that change. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Thousand percent. I completely agree with that. And like that was kind of that was what that was how Forty Ounce Fridays happened. Like, yep. let's, let's just do it. Yeah, let's do it every week. You know what I'm saying? That was how um my current living situation kind of happened. I was um I was on. Well, parole. I'm glad you got you it together. Saying? And, and I'm yeah. glad you're no longer Thank a knucklehead. Nah, well, you know, I, I would say that um, <laughs> it taught me a lot of lessons. No, I wouldn't no, I would say, say I'm not my, a knucklehead. No, I would say I would say that my I would say that my my youth and my my ignorance in my youth mm-hmm. um, gave me the maturity. You know what I'm saying? Um, that I have today. Um, uh, a wise man once told me, uh, "Experience is surviving the mistakes." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ask me how I know because I'm real experienced. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not and, and that. Dude, and that is you know so I mean? beneficial to to know as a man that if shit goes down, you're down. Yeah, I'm and, fine. And, and having already experienced those moments at a younger age, as an older man, you appreciate yourself because you're like, oh, I know if stuff goes down, like I'm down. I'm and, gonna be and, one of those dudes. Um, I think my know? thing, my biggest thing with that is I know when to get the fuck out. Oh so, yeah, like a lot you're of people, aware of like, it. like yeah, a lot absolutely. of people, there'll be tension in the bar and they'll just be drinking. Yeah. I stop. I start drinking water, and I call my Uber. Mm. Like I ain't gonna. I, I don't gotta be. I don't gotta be lying about it. I, I, you know. I don't gotta be fronting about it. Like literally. Whereas when there's tension in a bar mm-hmm. and fools are drinking and mad dogging each other, I'm like, yo, can I get a water? Call the Uber. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, let me open my app. All right, let me get this Uber. Mm. Who 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 came with us? You know what I'm saying? Zico, hey, let's roll. Yeah. Like, Being get familiar the, you know with that moment, let's go. with that you know time, yeah, with that exactly. energy is, there, is very, very instead helpful. Instead of staying there, it got nothing to do with me, but I end up in the middle of it. It got yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah. I don't know neither of these people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's that. Yeah, that's the benefit for me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came out. Absolutely, I'm bro. super excited to see this go down. Yes. You know, I get to witness it in person. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, Hazard, thanks again. Absolutely. Um, tell them where they can find you. Tell them all that good stuff. Yeah. So they can get more familiar with Hazard. Absolutely, bro. Um, you could you could find me on, on Instagram. We drop every single week, 40 Ounce Fridays. Um, uh, at I'm a Hazard. That's the letter I, the letter M, the letter A. H-A-Z. E-R-D at I'm a hazard um, and then you can could, you could check the hashtag 40 ounce Fridays as well Fridays with the S that's uh, 40OZ and then Fridays with the S you could check that hashtag out um, we um, like I said we drop every single week on Friday roughly between 8 and 9 a.m. as long as I'm not catching a flight sometimes I'm like I'm on a plane uh, and it's usually to Vegas I'll be on a plane like early morning and, and so I'll be like do I post it at 6.30 <laughs> in the morning or do I post it when I yeah. touch down to McCarran you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so but yeah between like 8 and 9.30 in the morning every single Friday cool. on, on Instagram yeah follow me for sure the letter I the letter M the letter A H-A-Z-E-R-D you can subscribe to my YouTube on my page as well so yeah uh, you find me there. Twitter's the same. SoundCloud's the same. The letter I, the letter M, the letter A, H-A-Z-E-R-D. That's it, baby. So for Hazard, for 
uh, East of the River Studios for real and true hip hop everywhere. This is Concept Seven One Four asking you to demand. <laughs> <laughs> 